0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp makeyourbed com slash make your bed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed Podcast, a low-key, real talk, daily motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to help you incorporate healthy routines, build momentum, and better your life. Day 65. Remember that your brain is wired for survival and not happiness. I saw a quip once that said humans are more prone to think like Eeyore than they are like Tigger. I've said before you need to retrain your brain regularly so that it can stop getting into these horrible thinking patterns that are only built to protect you, but it doesn't recognize how much it's hindering your reality. Your brain has literally wired itself to congratulate all of the behaviors to get you to where you are right now. So if negative thinking is your habitual pattern your brain thinks that's what's keeping you alive and it's gonna keep doing that because guess what? You're not dead and that's all it cares about. So there are some common negative thinking traps that I'm sure most of us have fallen victim to because I know I have. The first one that I recognize in myself is using absolutes, the alls or nothing. You always treat me like that. I never get anything. I can't do anything right. I'm the worst. She's perfect. I'm terrible. It's either horrible or amazing, and there is no in-between. And that is just not the case. Most things have a lot of nuance and gray area. And obviously, you're not able to see all of that. Another negative thinking pattern that a lot of people do is mind reading. You think you know exactly what everyone else is thinking or how they're gonna react to you, so you will not respond like you would normally because you're so scared it's gonna put off the person next to you. Stop assuming what they're thinking. They're not thinking about you most of the time, and if they are, who cares? Like I said a few days ago, people's opinions are pretty stagnant, so even if they get annoyed, it's not going to change their opinion of you. So stop adapting your behavior because of the way you think other people are going to think about you. Because you can't know that, so stop assuming you can. Another common negative thinking trope is overgeneralizing, using past stereotypes and... Assuming that that's your fate. These limiting beliefs can cause you to stay in the same rut. If you don't think you're worthy of love, you'll never find love. If you don't think you're worthy of money, you'll never find money. If you don't think you're worthy of creativity, you'll never step into your own. So please stop using your past experiences to decide your future. It can absolutely guide you, but it should not decide you. Another common one is the mental filler. We all have this terribly, especially with social media, where you can get a thousand positive comments or compliments, and the one negative one is the one that seems to stick. For some reason, 55 people telling you you are amazing and magical is outweighed by one person telling you you're not. Why is that? When you focus on the one negative comment, you're focusing on the outlier, And sure, that might factor into the average, but it's not how averages are found. If you're doing great work and getting great compliments, focus on those. Another negative thinking pattern that I am terrible about (laughs) is personalizing. I make everything my fault somehow, and I will find the domino effect in which sent everyone here into misery because of me. Not everyone's negative experiences can relate back to you or should relate back to you even if you were a factor in it. Absolutely holding yourself accountable is important, and keeping yourself in line so you don't keep making mistakes is critical. But finding the reason to blame yourself for every possible thing that's ever gone wrong, ain't it? And the last one I'm gonna talk about is emotional reasoning. Your feelings are not facts. They are valid, they are real, but they only last about a minute and a half in the body. So everything beyond that is a reaction to your feeling, which is also valid and fair. But oftentimes we let those bad feelings about having the bad feelings overtake what the feeling was trying to tell us in the first place. While we can never control the random thoughts that pop up in our mind, we can absolutely question them. We should be demanding answers. Distance yourself from your thoughts. Either label it, name it, or just remind yourself that these beliefs are fair, but not necessarily the reality. Is this an inherited belief? Is this a protecting belief from a past experience? Do I have personal emotional investment in this? Or can I zoom out? Can I look at this from other perspectives and see really what's happening? How much is an emotional response and how much is reality? Because a lot of the time when I'm stressed about things, I'm just stressed about the what-ifs. I'm not actually stressed about the situation at hand, because the situation at hand can be handled. Set some intentions, recognize these negative thinking patterns, and recognize you're not alone. A lot of us feel this way, and it's our job to fix it. My name is Julie Marica, and thank you for making your damn bed.